Welcome to the podcast. It's your boy hosting Lou, joining us with Rob. What up? And my boy Mike. Hey. Daddy Mike. Daddy, Daddy Mike. All right. We would like to have a fun question each week. Uh, my fun question this week is what's something that, that gives you the ick? Something that just is icky to you. My answer is whole cherry tomatoes in a salad. I can't do it. I love diced cherry tomatoes, uh, but if I see a whole cherry tomato in a salad, I can't eat it. Think back to that scene in Lord of the Rings with Denethar eating the tomatoes and just rubbing, running down his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've only seen the first Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, was say, so I don't, don't think, think that, that far. No, that's in the third I one. didn't make it that Okay. I'm still working on those. Hey, They're next, on HBO, so. Next time we have, uh, next September, when we do our Lord of the Rings marathon again, we'll, I'll get you over here. Uh, oh, or another one, if you know, if you guys need more. Touching a old sponge, an old wet sponge that has like. Ooh, you're getting close to mine. Can't do it. It's nasty. It's yours, Mike. It's touching wet bread. Ah. <laughs> that guy has the same, like, same thing. Oh, dude, it's so nasty. Every now and then, Joe will just like, like, should I get a sandwich and that you won't eat it? And she'll just toss it in the, the sink. And then somebody else will turn on the sink without looking. And it'll just end up sitting there all day. And I get home from work and I'm just like. Oh, I gotta dump this out and I'll brush the bread and it's like hmm. Yeah, not not a fan. Not a fan. Mine's probably just like old moldy food that's in the been in the back of your fridge for a long time and it's like growing stuff on it and just the smell when it hits you. No thank you. Mm, I kinda like that smell. That that penicillin y smell. Oh, that's weird. Or it's like, kinda like the like the gas smell. You guys don't like the smell of gas? Well, are we talking you talking about refined oil? Y- yes. Yes, Robert. <laughs> well, let me tell you, refined oil, I like the smell of that. Oil straight from the ground smells awful. What does it smell like? Uh, I would say almost like a natural gas smell, but then you wouldn't quite know exactly what that is. I, like my farts? Well, well worse <laughs> than that, because you can't escape it, you know? You can't just move and escape. That's fair. Or, last, this happened this past weekend, my, my dog had the runs, and so everything was like liquidy. Ugh. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a fun yeah, thing to that's... wake up to at four thirty in the morning. How'd you, how'd you wake up to like? Do you naturally wake up at four thirty in the morning, or did no. you hear your dog? So it, it sounded like she was like licking stuff, and I'm like, why, why is she being so loud? Oh. I woke up and she's kind of ha- she had some like irregularities before that, and I'm like, I turn on the light, and there's just like these mm-hmm. little clumps of it. So we had to get like we got spoons out because it's on the carpet, and we're like, we don't want to push it down the carpet, so we got to get spoons out. But just like I double bag because I, I have a hundred pound dog, so it's mm-hmm. it's a big dog. I double bag um, to get the poops anyways, but yeah, even just like feeling the liquidy, ugh, no, no thank you. Just trying to pick it up, and then <laughs> you can't get it all the way, so you kind of just like smear it, trying to pick it up all over the ground, and yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. So you spooned her poop? Into the trash can, yeah. Bro, when, when it was on the, the carpet. rug out. Throw I, it's a carpet. I can't, we can't just afford to the... do a, a freaking a whole master bedroom. Oh, sorry, what's the term nowadays? I... Oh, yeah, you can't use master bedroom. It's, it's, what I, the I hell, know. Anyways, can't just throw out the whole executive suite, you know? <laughs> I thought... <laughs> Umi hasn't had the runs before, though? Uh, no, Umi is on a strict diet. She does not... And all, yeah, no, she's never had the runs. She does, ever since I've gotten her fixed, she does pee in her sleep. And so we had to put oh, diapers dang. on her. I yep. Yeah, my dogs don't do that. But it was because yep. we, we bought, like, this new treat to like train with like they're small tiny treats and they just don't agree with their stomach i was surprised it's such a small bite size like not even bite size but like a small like a chocolate chip size treat would you know do so much damage to her but that's the only new thing we gave her so we threw those out and she's been fine since yeah i have an old english bulldog she can eat borax and be perfectly fine she is, <laughs> she has an iron stomach and i appreciate that quite a bit comment below what gives you the ick 
Oh, let me hear all your ickies. I can't believe I just said hear all your ickies all right the topic of the day is five products that you would like to sponsor without getting the ick i got this idea i was thinking about something like this because people spend good money on bad products and i've definitely been there i've been on my amazon runs where i just go hard on amazon and then i buy these crappy products and they break or they don't work and then i forget to return them and they just sit in my closet and so yeah and then, and then after last episode, if you recall, we're talking about Ron from Parks and Rec, and he was promoting, uh, I think, snake juice or snake blood or snake alcohol. Juice. Yeah, and he put his stamp of approval on it. And so I was like, all right, this is a good topic. I like this topic a lot. That's where that stemmed from. So my first topic, my first product that I promote is a scrub daddy what you have scrub daddy Sorry, we, just, we literally just got one of those today becca just bought one last time oh, at walmart but she brought a scrub mommy so you know a little different mm, that's sexist as hell no daddy's sexist, <laughs> no. down with the pa- patriarchy yeah down with the patriarchy all right so three i'm, I'm not a huge shark tank fan <laughs> i had nothing to do with that so scrub daddy so i'm not a big shark tank fan but i do like to dabble in it i don't know if you guys uh are, are in the tank often you guys in the tank becca and i had a stint where we watched like the first three seasons of shark tank then we kind of put down haven't gone back i watch shark tank religiously whenever i'm in a doctor's office waiting room and that's about it an, you don't have an option though do you get to choose what on you his watch? phone i mean he has this mobile nope. device now <laughs> no I mean, yeah, I could just be watching YouTube, but I usually do end up just watching whatever's on the TV. So, just happens to always be Shark Tank, I guess. No. It just happens to be Shark Tank all the time? Okay, the, the joke doesn't work too well if you look into it too hard, guys. Where are the lies, Michael? <laughs> Where does it Where stop? Where are the lies? Where does it stop? So, uh, 2012, uh, the founder, Aaron, I don't know his last name, Kuzuma. I'm going to mess up a lot of names today, just FYI. Uh, no disrespect. He pitched an idea of a sponge that had a texture change based on the color temperature. I mean, the color temperature, the water temperature. And cold water turned it rough, and hot water turned it soft. And I just love it. I think it's great. I use it on my cast irons. My favorite thing about it is that I can beat it up, I can leave it in the sink, and it doesn't get that nasty vibe that most sponges uh most sponges have and that's my biggest thing and it's dishwasher you can throw it in the dishwasher so great move right there that's my number five i gotta say i really applaud the way you tied your opening question into your first products that uh you know my my last i appreciate it i appreciate you see genius because most genius isn't appreciated in its generation here i am well insanity is the same side of the coin so (laughs) there's a lot more one nowadays than the other let's just say that that's fair Shout out to, say, Elton John, but that's not right. SpaceX guy. What's his name? Elon Musk? Elon Musk. Where you just not said Elton F-, John. F. Disney? Oh, I didn't I didn't hear anything about that. I don't promote Elton John. I mean, Elon Musk. Oof. It's <laughs> the same person, right? Spaceman, right? That's the same. Uh, I mean, yeah. Rocket Man. That. Rocket Man. <laughs> Isn't Scrub Daddy one of the, the Shark Tank things where... They said no and then like went on to be super successful kind of like the the what's it called the ring doorbell to my understanding no the the chick from qvc put in like two hundred thousand dollars okay that's it's a small investment for for them you know it is a small small investment of one million dollars so with with my picks i i kind of went above and beyond i'm the person that like it does uploading and all that so i went and i ran the numbers and i extrapolated extrapolated out our current 
uh, viewer count to about 15,000 people. Because I figured, you know, that's about where you'd be getting sponsorship. And I found out the three biggest countries that we are in is the United States, of course, Belgium, and then Canada. So I kind of went from there. If you want to know the top three cities in the United States, it is Williston, North Dakota, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Wayne, Michigan. Then we got Brussels, uh, Belgium, and Edinburgh, Belgium. And in Canada, we have Purdue, Calgary, and Waterdown. And I, I won't I'll, I won't get into the whole numbers there because I know Mike's probably already thinking this is dumb that I went this far into this anyway. No, I love this. <laughs> so that's that's just from our podcast. I, I, I didn't pull that from YouTube, but I got even more specific on the YouTube side because it didn't give me where people are listening, but it gave me a little more statistics. So I found out from YouTube's analytics that our male percentage of listen rate is 94%, and then our female <laughs> is 6%. Classic. So I think my mother-in-law is really, I, I know she watches on YouTube, so thank, thank you, Laura, for bringing up our diversity there. And then our three main age groups at the lowest, at 23.1% is ages 18 to 24, at 30% is 35 to 44, and our biggest uh, age group is 25 to 34, and that's at 20, uh, 47%. So I, I did all this analytics and stuff to kind of figure out where people would like who who are we speaking to who are we talking to and because the whole point of can this... i can i jump in real quick go ahead yeah our according to our youtube analytics apparently 112 percent of all viewers aren't subscribed so if you want to do that right now wow. i'm giving you a look but you can't see it <laughs> and there was also a finger gun but it wasn't threatening it was like hey come on you know Subscribe. So the whole reason I looked at that is because the whole point of someone sponsoring a show is they want to sell products. Like they want, you're not going to get another sponsor if you if they don't get kickback, you know, clicks from from you. So I tried to look at the mm-hmm. age range, the genders, and like where the whereabouts they are, and think, you know, where can I go to kind of globally that fit these age ranges and genders. So that's that's how I based my whole top five list off of. And my number five is this this little startup place called G3 Coffee Co. And let me tell you, it it has some fantastic coffee. I don't remember exactly where the beans are grown. They go through there. It's made by someone who went to school to be a chemical engineer just to perfect coffee. Like that's his his dedication to the craft. He's like, I'm going to go do an engineering just so I can make the best coffee out there. And it's it's a local, well, local for Tulsa, Oklahoma. And with that, we are excited. I'm excited to announce that we're having our first giveaway where you can get a bag of medium roast coffee beans from G3 Coffee. And it will come with your very own The Top Podcast mug that you can also find in our Bubble. Now, because we are all, you know, early on in our careers, we are going to have to limit this to just the U.S. shipping because none of us have the dollar dollar bills yet until we get these sponsorships to ship it internationally. But I'll have a post on Twitter. You guys can go. We're just going to have you like our Twitter page, retweet it. And on Christmas Day, we'll do a drawing for one person to win G3 coffee beans, medium roast coffee beans with a top podcast mug. You will love it. You will enjoy it. It doesn't have the acidic taste that most coffee has and it is open to anyone in the united states except for us and our wives because we want to have we have integrity here at the top podcast but our wives are encouraged to participate to kind of spread the word so all this to say there's going to be maybe like three or four people retweeting it that means you have like a 25 to 33 percent chance of winning so go on our twitter page retweet it and you will have a good good chance to win at g3 coffee Thank you so much, Grant, for letting us uh, spread your coffee and just uh, helping out the top podcast and everything. So go check it out. As official as a whistle, Robert. I'd love to hear it. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Good. That's as much Mm. of the the free sponsorships I'm going to, you know, free plugs I'm going to give. They're going to be more just kind of talking about stuff, but that one is an actual plug. So, and I (laughs) I believe in G3 Coffee. Are you guys? I got to say, man, I'm I'm impressed that you pulled up 
all of those analytics, all of those numbers, and you still don't know where the coffee beans are grown. Yeah, I tried to text him. I think it's somewhere, I think, in... Um, in Caribbean. Somewhere in, down there. Oh, okay. He, he imports them in. He's like like selected like, you know the best of the best and things like that i i'm not gonna pretend i know much about the what goes into picking out coffee beans I, i'm gonna trust his expertise there and like i said they for the sake of preserving and just you know how long it might take to, to get them to you they're gonna be the beans because they'll last longer and stay fresh longer um you'll have to gr- grind them up yourself but that should be easy worst comes worst you put them in a, a plastic bag and just start smashing i'm sure g3 is uh rolling over in or you know whatever he's sitting or laying in right now just at the thought of that yeah, he's not dead like <laughs> yeah, I started to say, like, wait a minute. <laughs> he's rolled over in his chair. <laughs> he's younger than all of us, so. Kind of hard to come back from that, huh? <laughs> all right. Well, if you're a big coffee guy, but, you know, just plain coffee isn't, isn't enough for you, I can't recommend Nitro Cold Brew Guinness highly enough. Uh, I've been a Guinness guy for, like, I don't know. Rob, how long have we doing poker night? Five years. That was you started that up when I was in Tulsa, so that was before I even came. Oh, back. was it before that? Okay, so maybe maybe six or seven years, and uh, I, I never liked it. And then somebody talked me into a drink, the less offensive name of which is just the car bomb. Do a very minor amount of googling, and you can figure out the rest. But it's an absolutely delicious beverage uh, with the unfortunate side effect of getting you very, very drunk, very, very fast. And so I was like, okay, well, I really like these, but I'd like to be able to not be, you know, crashed in 20 minutes. And so I just began to like Guinness, which is a very large component of uh, of the car bomb. So I became a Guinness fan. And some point along the way, I was at a Walmart in uh, in Canton. And I saw that they had nitro cold brew Guinness. And I was like, hey, Guinness is good. Coffee's good. I think they'd probably taste good together. Let me let me try this. And as not the world's biggest beer guy, I like, you know, five or six beers and the rest of them are not really for me. Let me just say nitro cold brew Guinness is exactly what I always wanted dark beer to taste like. It's fantastic. It's smooth. It's got that rich creaminess from being a Guinness. It's got that mouthfeel from being uh, uh, nitrogenated because instead of using carbon, they use nitrous. And then, of course, nitro cold brew. It's just a perfect blend. Absolutely delicious. Absolutely refreshing, but also great for the winter. It's very snuggly. Yeah, I don't even like beer, and those car bombs are delicious. They're so good. It doesn't make sense. And they curdle if you don't drink them fast enough. So they, like, I don't, like, in my head, I'm like, how can these taste good? But they do. And, uh, yeah. Lou, did we, I know you came to a few poker nights. Did we ever get you to have a a car bomb? I never got a car buy before. No. It's what, Guinness and then a shot of Bailey's, right? And you you drop it in. It's uh, Guinness and then a half a shot of Bailey's and a half a shot of Jameson. And then you drop the whole shot glass into the the half glass of Guinness, and you have to chug it um, because otherwise it starts to curdle. But as long as you can get it, you know, over the lips and through through the gums, I don't know. Uh, before it starts getting all chunky, ooh, it is it is one of the best things you're ever gonna taste. Yeah, I would heard- recommend two in an evening, but just one sometime when you're you know at a place where you're gonna be for a long time and have time to sober up absolutely fantastic yeah i think you told a story about someone you knew or something and that just made me want to drink it so fast because i just sounded disgusting (laughs) uh yeah we uh man the, the problem with this story is that it requires my face 
to be involved. And uh, well, we all know what happens when I try telling stories that require facial expression to uh, to land the punchline. But you're not the subject. On the podcast. So that's, the, that's the plus. That's that's true. Uh, maybe I'll do a maybe I'll do a little video for, for Instagram and and show you just how how fabulous it was. Long story short, somebody took a good twenty five seconds to to drop down the drink and turned to me and my uncle and went, "How do you like this?" And we were just like torn between the horror that they didn't stop when it started turning cream cheese and just the <laughs> hilarity of watching their face get worse and worse and worse as they just determinedly <laughs> sucked down this ever gelatinizing i don't even know if it's a liquid anymore but just yeah it, oh, it was it was a beautiful thing another thing if that you get, enjoy other people's discomfort another thing that gets me the egg curdled milk like i i just remember oh, yeah. eating cereal once i've only like bitten into it once though when i was eating cereal i'm just like nope i went and poured out the whole cereal and like oh no yeah it gets my uh, stomach upset just thinking about it all right uh so yeah so my number four to stick with the beverages uh, i picked liquid death um nice uh, yeah so so liquid death it's a well, so my favorites are the flavored sparkling waters so i was a big lacroix friend back in the day lacroix fan back in the day and um you mean lee croy as post malone says so, so i will say the lemon i thought it was the crux the crux you guys We're all are you saying lacroix now <laughs> <laughs> so i've i've pretty much tried every single sparkling water on the market i've tried aha i've tried lacroix I've tried store-bought stuff. And, um, Buble? Buble? Yeah, Buble. Buble. Oh, Buble. yes. I've, I've had Buble. I've had Pierre. Uh-huh. Whatever that's called. Um, and Liquid Death, honestly, just outshines all of them. Compared to Liquid Death, it just feels like somebody is just passing fruit over water. And that's the flavor. But Liquid Death actually has a flavor. And so I, I cannot promote it enough. Uh, so I, if you've ever seen a Liquid Death, it's kind of off-putting. It kind of looks like a monster can, and I try not to connect myself to, to anything that's connected to monster. Uh, not because of <laughs> religious reasons or anything. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those videos. Yeah, we're gonna have to um, probably find a new podcast though if you can't be connected with anything related to monster. <laughs> I, I forgot, Robert. You're a monster fan. I am. Oh boy, you know whatever floats your boat. I just, I just think when I think of monster, I think of a five, six wife beater named night guy named kyle who just like punches walls you know that i kind of get that vibe probably also has a, a tap out shirt you know has a tap out shirt with thought about joining the mma for a little bit kind of just that vibe and so happy to say when you look at the that's can, not me uh, that said if monster wants to spot sponsor this podcast we will drink it and we will smile it had to be a pretty big sponsor yeah I, I will take I will, any I mean, sponsor it doesn't have to be no just said we're not making any money we'll take any money that's fair that's fair i mean like Listen, we're high. We're a high quality podcast. Okay, I've laughed. It's been some serious, some solid jokes. You know, I think we shouldn't undersell ourselves. We're not like the podcast whore. For the right price, we could be. The, si- <laughs> <laughs> the silence. All right. So you hear I, that monster? We will lift our skirt and we will smile. Can I? Can I get back to my liquid death? Not if you're gonna slander monster. Or, I won't stand for that. We're all. We are all Christians here. Okay, so if you wondered, the reason why I brought up Monster is because a Delaware native, Mike Carozzi, I don't know, was a graphic designer that used to go to the Vans Warp Tour. I think that, like, the punk rock tours back in the day. with the girl with the rock show. Everything's Thanks. better when she's around. I can't wait till her parents go out of town. I feel like you guys are cucking me right now <laughs> a little bit. That's fair. 
<laughs> he saw a bunch of bunch of just little white boys in Delaware drinking water out of monster cans, surrounded by all these white people. I mean, they could have been black too. Oh. I'm not. Sure. Lucius, I'm sorry. Asia's like punk rock. I apologize. I'm having I way too much fun. I also I will mute my mic now. Oh man. So yeah, a bunch of people were drinking water over monster cans, and he was like, "What can I do? How can I? How can I make some money off of that?" So. I generally like all their flavors. Lime, mango, and watermelon is my favorite. Watermelon doesn't have like the sweet taste. It honestly tastes like a watermelon. Uh, no black jokes, please. That's my that's my number four. Yeah, I just I, I could... have never had it. I've never had it. I'm just not a fan of hard uh, seltzers in general. Yeah, it's not like hard hard. It's like pop hard. You know, like as 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 like as hard as a soda. Mm-hmm. There are some like waters out there that are. Super crisp, like a Sprite McDonald's, McDonald's Sprite. But this one's actually, it's pretty soft. It's pretty good. They also have, like, non-seltzers, non-like sparkling waters. So they have an Almond Palmer, which I heard was pretty good. And then they have some other stuff, too, that's not seltzer. So you could try that stuff, too. Yeah, I didn't realize that they had all these different flavors, honestly. Last I checked, they just had water and sparkling water. Yeah, the lime generally tastes like Sprite to me. I like, and, and I'm not even like, not even lying. I might have to check that out then. And it has like three grams of sugar versus a sprite that has like a uh, crap grams. ton of sugar, thirty or something. Yeah, something crazy like that. How's how's the calories? So, like, oh, I'm drinking one right now. The twenty calories. Ooh, that's like that's twenty bad. calories and three grams of sugar, and it's a pretty up. big can. How pricey are they? Uh, like three bucks. Ooh, something like that. It's like a monster though. Sixteen point nine ounces. I mean, nine fluid ounces. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. All right. So my number four is definitely, I feel like, something that's uh, going to be more popular for, you know, our overseas people where this uh, this habit is a lot more popular. It's kind of died out in the U.S. I don't know about Canada, but I just really love Julius Caesar cigars. I believe, like, smoking, I, I think, is fine. Drinking is fine as long as it's in moderation. Like, if you have a cigar every, you know, couple months, I don't think it's going to, like, you know, it's going to, dest- I don't think it's going to destroy your lungs. Granted, I'm not a doctor, so don't. Don't take anything I say with any medical as any medical advice. But especially when I when I first got out of high school, every like I said, every one to two months, probably close to two months, me and my, my high school buddies, we go to this cigar lounge in, in this downtown area and we would just sit, get a cigar, and talk for like two or three hours. And it was just such like a good like guy bonding experience. And I really think that without that, like our maybe like our my friendships may have like, you know, did what a lot of high school friendship happens, like they go off to colleges and all that. But it was just nice where we got to sit together, just have something, you know. The, the kind of do you know my ADHD you just have a, a cigar to smoke and all that and they have like sports on TVs and you just sit on these leather couches and and talk and have a good time full of laughter and you know we have serious conversations and things like that but out of all that I found that the Julie Caesar especially the the Toro cigar are my favorite they're made by Diamond Crown with tobacco from the Dominican Republic and one thing I didn't know until there's a couple things I didn't know until um, I was doing some research for this though the spell the the spelling of Caesar is C-A-E-S-E-R. Now, usually it's A-R, but I found out when the guy was immigrating to the U.S., there was a clerical error, and so his name, they put an E there. I didn't actually even notice that it was an improper spelling of Caesar because my brain just moved past it. And then the other thing I didn't know is they're aged for five years, which I know some cigars do, but this one's a very nice, mild, like, easy draw and just smooth cigar. It doesn't, like, you know, kick you in the back of your throat. I think it smells nice, which cigars are very hit or miss on if it smells good or not. But very, very friendly, easy to, you know, you don't inhale, but, you know, it's easy easy to, to let ruminate around you. And I, I would highly recommend it if you are a cigar smoker. If not, then, you know, this, this one's not going to be for you. Drinking and smoking, guys. 
I see. What's going on here? Well, if you look, what if you of, listen to my, uh, it, it looks like our main population, it ranges from the ages of 25 to 34 and are predominantly males. That's what type of podcast this is. <laughs> Ran the numbers. Drinking and smoking. But at least I did How not. far have we come? At least I did not smoke in the boys' room. There you go. Yeah, I've never been. Motley Crew. Uh, it's just like a. Okay, okay. I, I think it was like, I don't know if it was big in the back, you know, because, you know, cigarettes used to be huge and still are huge elsewhere in the world, which is why I said it's probably more popular elsewhere. But yeah, it was like, I don't know if it was an actual thing or just something in movies, but Motley Crue wrote a song about smoking in the boys' room. I'm hip. Are you what were you saying, Mike? Yeah, I've never been, never been a huge cigar guy, but I do love a pipe every now and again. So <laughs> I can, I can definitely... I can definitely understand the the allure of the pipe or the the cigar, even though my uh, my preferred method of tobacco inhalation is slightly different. I like them both. Pipes are like a little more uh, smoother, but I I like the sometimes you want you know that little something with a little more heft to it, and then it lasts you know an hour or so in a pipe. You know you get like fifteen minutes out of it if that. Yeah, no, that's definitely so for me. The smoothness is kind of the, the preferred thing. I don't, I don't really like the bite of a cigar. And then also, I don't want to be smoking for an hour. You know, 15 minutes is kind of just the perfect amount of time. And if I really decide I want more, I can just repack the bowl and keep going, you know? And I like, I like smooth and I like, I like options. And so, plus the way my messed up brain works is keeping the pipe from getting too hot while also keeping it lit is just the right amount of concentration that I could just smoke a pipe and be gone to the world for the whole time like it's just enough to get my brain focused on what i'm doing uh, but not so much that it's kind of a, like uh, something i have to really really focus on and i can just i can just time travel essentially just oh need to skip 30 minutes boom two pipes i, I apologize for laughing at something so childish and other people into it since i started smoking pipes and uh, we look like the biggest pretentious bunch of douchebags you've ever seen in your life when we're sitting around smoking. Oh, you should uh, you should see my pipe. I have like I it's imported from Germany. It's a your German pipe is insane. Pipe. I love the design. Okay, okay. <laughs> pipe as in penis. Are we talking about we're talking? Lucia's just page, like right? phrasing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I love a tobacco pipe. two pipes. In... <laughs> okay, I, I was I was laughing at the hey, fact that we're talking about. <laughs> Oh, I, I got what you were saying, you know. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It just and then Mike was just going at it, and I don't know if he was purposely doing it or. If... <laughs> no, I uh, I thought you were just laughing at the the thought because I laugh at the thought. I didn't I didn't realize you were. I should have. It's it's on brand. Yeah. Would, uh... Yeah, no, I'm just happy that you enjoy your pipes. If it's you good. don't if you don't mind being pretentious, then yeah, get a pipe. I I I I don't smoke anymore, but back in my like early twenties. I was so close to getting a pipe. If if Chris, if my wife didn't like hate it so much, I think I would be a pipe guy for sure. Piping it all the time. Yeah, definitely not all the time, but you know, because I have moderation for me. I just pipe pipe tobacco has the best smell. Like you get some really nice mm-hmm. aromas with pipe tobacco. And that's the other thing is you get like it's it's pretty cost effective once you get over the initial hurdle of buying the pipe. Lucian, if you ever want to come over and you know you can test out my pipe a little bit and see if you like it. <laughs> Can can your wife be in the room when I test it? Yeah, well, we'll be outside, you know, so the whole world. Can oh see yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't smoke in there. Only you'll be wearing socks. Kids. It'll be okay. <laughs> My number four is uh, the Eight Bit Do SN30 Pro Bluetooth controller for Switch and PC. What exactly? Uh, so basically. This is a, a third-party controller that you can get for Switch or for your PC, and it is the shape and size 
of a Super Nintendo controller. But mm. it has uh, on top of the uh, you know the start and select button, it has both the I don't know, the the home button and then the other button that a Switch controller has. Yeah, I don't sure. remember the which. Cam- it's the camera button. Yeah, the camera button. It's got two joysticks placed kind of like you'd have on a PlayStation controller, and it has two back bumpers. So it holds and plays and feels just like a Super Nintendo controller, which is one of my all-time favorite controllers. But you can play modern Nintendo games on it. So I picked one up specifically when Metroid Dread was coming out. I, I love Metroid, and I think the best way to play it is if you can get a Super Nintendo Classic and hack it and put the the original, or like the Game Boy Advance Metroid games onto that and then play it with a Super Nintendo controller, just chef's kiss. Also, you know, Super Metroid, all-time classic game. And so I just played through all these games using a Super Nintendo controller, and I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And so it's it's $42. It's kind of pricey, but it has all the features of a Pro Controller, including Gyro. So not a bad price compared to a Pro Controller at all. And then I got to play the newest installment of Metroid on the controller I'd been playing it with, and it's an absolute blast. It It can smash. It's a little weird for Smash, but it can. I've played Mario Kart with it. I've played Breath of the Wild with it. Basically, if I'm playing Switch on the TV, this is the controller I'm using. Huge fan. Did you say the the SN30 Pro? SN30 Pro. Yep. Yeah, you can, or, cool. the, yeah. And I got it. I think Nintendo might have got after them um, because it looks a little different now. I'm looking at it on Amazon. The one I have even has the purple buttons, where it's you know two are concave and the other two are rounded over the top. And so it like really, really looks like a Super Nintendo controller, but that's just an aesthetic. The other one will work. The the current model will work just fine. It also makes one with two little handles coming out the back. So it really, really looks like a PlayStation controller, um, which I also have. And I prefer the the Super Nintendo one. But if uh, if you're going to be playing for a really long time, the uh, the hand grips are kind of nice. Yeah, I, I've never had like good luck with third party controllers. I bought some for a Switch because Joy-Cons and Pro Controllers are just way too much money, in my opinion, for what they're worth. Maybe oh my gosh, they're insane. The, the Pro one's a little more because it's like, I think Xbox and PlayStation official controllers run about, it's maybe like $10, $10 or $20 more than that. But the Joy-Cons are just astronomically overpriced, in my opinion. And I so I bought some on Amazon, I bought a third-party one on Amazon, and it did not work out well. I felt like I had the, you know, I was at a friend's house and they handed me the Mad Cats controller. <laughs> right. Yeah. I yeah, I, 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 will, I will say this. Uh, you can't get multiple 8-bit do controllers to, to sync up with your, your Switch, or maybe you can, but it's an absolute hassle. But as far as third-party controllers go, it is without a doubt the best one I've ever used. Like, I've had no complaints. I'm so picky but, with my controllers. I honestly have never used a controller that I absolutely love. I think once yeah. I bought my computer, I, I, I just keyboard and mouse, man. Keyboard and mouse is hard to beat. Have you... Have you have you played around with the PS5 controller yet? I touched yours for the first time. Whoa. Uh, Talking about the pipe? First time I went oh, to... Yeah. Uh, when, we were yeah, playing, yeah. Uh, when we were playing David Shemansky's masterpiece, Dusk. <laughs> so that's honestly the first time I've ever uh, really got my hands on one. Okay, and, uh, and that was that was yeah. not the best game to play with that. It, it doesn't really show all the features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Honestly, like I, I think I'm just such a Sony boy that I'm gonna say that Sony controllers are better than anything else. But I wish I could love uh, the your number four. I wish, that, but I just feel like it just wouldn't work for me. Yeah, we can test it out, and uh, if you fall in love, you're only out forty two bucks. 
or maybe don't because it, it it's for the switch and yeah you don't play switch as uh, we discussed recently yeah well, i haven't touched it since luigi mansion 3 which That's is right. a decent game decent game oh it's back to me all right this is kind of so i think this is just my fun one i i didn't struggle to to like i didn't struggle to get five of these because i can promote i think i can pro easily 10 but i was like what's what's going to be different so this is my this is my out of pocket one. So dude wipes are is my number three. If you never had dude wipes before, they're baby wipes, but they're massive size. If you ever met me, a bigger guy, and I I promote hygiene, right? I don't want swap butt. I don't want I, I don't want stains in my underwear. I want to keep it clean. And uh, Dude Wipes just does it for me. To be fair, though, to be fair, my wife also used them, and she also appreciates them as well. So Dude Wipes was founded in 2011, but this is off their website. Three college friends with mutual diets of burritos, booze, seek for a better do-sized bathroom alternative for baby wipes. Uh, I'm a big fan. They also have them scented. They have them uh, shea butter. And uh, I'm going to let you guys know it's smooth down there, man. It feels real good. And, and before you guys, like, reek, or anybody that's, like, ill, why are you guys talking about baby wipes? I know dang well when you guys go to your jobs and you have to take a dump and you pull out that stupid thin paper that you can literally see your fingers through them. Yeah, single ply. And you have oh. to scrape. You have to scrape and scrape and you feel it. And at the end, you feel empty and unclean. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. See, I'm on team you bidet. I'm, I'm working on uh, getting my wife to get me a let me buy a bidet. I, I was a skeptic I, in college, then my college had some, and it was like one with the nice heated seats. I, this is a little sidetracked, but every job that I've ever had, I've found <laughs> the most farthest bathroom to like the actual people. My job now, I have my own separate bathroom. It's not my bathroom per se, but I know I'm the only one that uses. Yeah, I have a a specific bathroom in my office that there's two. And there's one that's a little closer, one that's further away. But the one that's a little closer is, like, right next to the boss's office. And I'm like, I don't want to, you know, if he wants to fire someone, I don't want him, you know, have to look for any reason to you know, fire me. So I'll just take three more steps and go to the other one. As um, a previous custodian, can I just say I hate you both? Why? Both of them are Dude, lost. okay. Then I'll let that slide. When I worked at uh, Bleep, the, uh, the banquet bathrooms... Just- I believe for myself. I don't, I'm not. I ain't sponsoring that place. Uh, yeah, every now and then it would be my job to clean somebody else's section, and he had the bathrooms in the way back. And you'd go in, and it'd be like this place would have been untouched, but one person had to use the bathroom 400 feet away from everybody else. And now I have to clean this bathroom where I really wouldn't have previously. So annoying. Oh, I found a bathroom that nobody cleans. The Stonian does not go in there and <laughs> clean the bathroom. Oh so. well. As a previous custodian, so may I say, I hate that guy as well. So, I'm the only one that actually like will switch out the the paper towel and like toilet paper. Like people will just unwrap it and put it on top of like the this, like the the little box they have. And I'm like only person that actually goes in and like puts it in there and all that because I don't want to be grabbing other people's you know poopy hands paper uh, toilet paper. That's a good point. So I feel you as a custodian. Yeah, screw those people. Screw yeah. those people. I also am trying to get up a day. I just feel like the dude wipes are like a, a step up. From like paper towel yes. or, or t- toilet paper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah paper feel- towel. Whoa. I, I didn't I said the wrong thing. I, I just also, bidets are a lot better for the environment. So Yep, that's my number three. All right, my number three, going back, you know, to our uh, debauchery and solution hates on our, our topics is uh, Glenn. Oh, gosh, I'm not going to say this right. 
Glenmarungi. It is a, uh, a Highland single malt scotch whiskey. It is delicious. My friend who went and did a, a tour of England, not of, of Europe, went and got me a bottle of scotch from from Scotland. And man, that is the smoothest stuff I've ever had for whiskey. Like most whiskey, like it'll, it'll like kick you in the chest or whatever. And you kind of expect that with it. But this stuff, it's smooth. I, I, it's dangerous because it, it just tastes so good. And I'm... Uh, the one I got is the, I think it's the Tar Logan. I don't, they probably say it's something different, but the Tar Logan. I, I like it. I mean, I also like Logvulin, but that one has a much more of a, an earthy tone. And I feel like, sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm drinking like leather, which sometimes I'm in the mood for. But if I, I want something nice and easy that will go down the palate, the Glenmorugi is my, my go-to. Well, not my go-to because I only have one bottle. And so I, I've been rationing it out for like six years, taking a little bit every now and again. But yeah, that, that stuff is delicious. You can get it. If you're in um, if you're in Denmark, I'm sure it's uh, very easy to get. You can just you know hop on a train and a boat, and then bam, you got your your whiskey. Or they might sell it any in your stores. But yeah, go try it if you are over 21. And remember, drink responsibly and in moderation. We don't need any stories like Mike on the podcast. We don't want to be any of those people promoting <laughs> that. We believe in responsible drinking here. I've I've never been a big Scotch guy. I, I like bourbon a lot but my grandparents had their 50th wedding anniversary and it was at this place in plymouth that was a converted uh, railway station and I was, somebody mentioned hey there's gonna be a cash bar and i was like oh cool this will make an otherwise horrendously boring evening not too bad i'll have a I'll have a drink or two jacob will be there andrew will be there this will be fine and we got there and someone's like hey grandma and grandpa don't want anyone using the bar and i was like you gotta be kidding me so the night goes on and i'm super bored and i stopped the waitress and i was like hey question for you she gave me she gave me the don't hit on me look so fast which i'm clearly not over uh, but i was like no, no 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 can you get me a scotch and soda and she was like yeah but i was like i was like but can you can you bring it to me in an opaque vessel and the waitress brought me a scotch and soda in a coffee mug that i just sipped for the rest of the night and it was one of the best cocktails i've ever had so i don't like scotch on its own but a scotch and soda when you say soda, why, are you talking about the carbonated water or coke you know pop? soda water okay that's what the carbonated yeah yeah never actually tried that i wouldn't recommend it with the the fancy stuff no. but uh, if you got if you ever got like a mid-level scotch, uh, it was it was very very good. And uh, I went up to thank the bartender, and he turned out to be the guy who was directing Hot Kyle's play. <laughs> and so I just well, ended up hanging out with him for the rest of the night. The the tits play. I don't know if it was the same guy or not. I'll have to ask him. It was the guy who directed Spelling Bee. Now it's on the record, and I can go back if I forget. Yeah, it was just I was just like, do you know Kyle? And he was like yeah who are you and i was like oh i i saw your play it was very good and we hit it off who doesn't like somebody who shows up to compliment them yeah, i like bourbon for mixing for doing like mixed drinks with whiskey see that's so funny i'm the exact opposite i love sipping on a bourbon i don't even love it i if i'm gonna drink whiskey and i'd prefer to sip on a bourbon did you have larceny were you there when when we bought that i think yeah it was you me and steven i don't remember if you liked it though that's, that's my favorite bourbon oh steven i remember that we did that i don't remember if i liked the the whiskey or not though well you're probably indifferent about it so you know didn't don't remember if you liked it or you hated it so i guess i'll take it yeah it's like a, a middle shelf one don't get johnny okay. walker don't do it guys oh no gosh, not a fan that is disgusting they're they're especially like their cheap stuff oh my gosh that was awful jacob went to a wedding like a year ago where um 
I think both sides of the family were loaded. And so each table had its own bottle of Johnny Walker. I want to say blue, whichever the, it was like, it's about, it's at least a hundred dollar bottle of Johnny Walker at the table. And some tables didn't even open them. And so Jacob just got sent back from this wedding with like $500 of scotch where they're like, yeah, just take some. But uh, yeah, I got to, he shared some of it with me and I said, this is the biggest waste of money I've ever experienced. Well, if you ever, if you I ever was, come out here, uh, we, I got some Lagavulin you can try and you can tell me which one's better. I suspect it'll be the Lagavulin, but uh, yeah, it's keep very, in mind. It's very much an acquired taste like the Lagavulin. Like I have to be in the right mood for it. Don't yeah, know how Ron drinks the, it all the time. Well, it's a TV show, right? but. It's the smokiness, the peed moss that scotch uses that i'm not the biggest fan of lou do you drink any any whiskey you know bourbon whiskey scotch yeah i, I don't know how to like fit into this conversation robert do you remember the whiskey that i bought you that was good i, I think that was irish okay. whiskey so it wasn't it wasn't scotch but yeah i love yeah, irish whiskey scotch. yeah yeah i can't remember why i bought it for you but i hope so but did well that's all the, the only thing that came to my mind yeah, I, uh, you know, I think I did a lot of my drinking before I turned 21. Uh, but then after I turned 21, yeah. I kind of just, like, stopped drinking. Wasn't cool anymore? Very much. And yeah, it just wasn't cool. I do, nowadays, when I do drink, like, the last time I had a drink, I was hanging out with Mike. And boy, do I get silly. <laughs> I only had, like, hey, one small little drink. And I was feeling myself. That's a great night. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, yeah not much of a drinker anymore um i don't think it's like yeah i don't think it's it's not a sin to drink right i think it's a sin to get like plastered some people think it's a sin to get plastered I don't well know. it's definitely a sin to get plastered yeah yeah, yeah. so i watched like this whole like uh it was an hour-long video on like what does the bible actually say about like drinking getting drunk and it has like stuff for both sides like He's like, if you if you are very much against drinking, you're not gonna like what I have to say. If you're very much like pro drunk and get party, you're not gonna li- like what I have to say. And it was just a very interesting like case study on what like the Bible actually says about it. Yeah. I've always I've always felt like when people are like, well, Jesus turned water into wine, and everyone just blows that off. I'm like, yeah, but he 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 did, and that's not the worst argument. It's just that dumb people tend to use it, I and then <laughs> it gets overlooked because of the people using the argument. But I'm like, I think there might be something to that, you know? I'd be like, yeah, but you know, Jesus drank wine, and then the argument is like, oh, it didn't have as much alcohol content. But I'm like, it has alcohol content. You just admitted that it still did. And if Jesus didn't yeah. sin, which you believe, then it's not a sin just to have one drink. Now, if if that if you don't want to have any alcohol, that's you know it's your life. You can you can choose that. But I just don't think it's a good argument for or against drinking alcohol. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. So, but I do. Me and my wife do like old fashions, and I think it looks cool when we both order them like at a bar, or at a place. I don't know. It's like a little fun Dude, thing that we like to do. I speak easy. A good old fashioned is. Uh... It's hard to beat. I don't think I've had one. Yeah, it's super solid. You don't think you've had a good old-fashioned, or you don't think you've ever had an old-fashioned? Yes. Okay. Uh, Jacob actually makes a pretty pretty solid old-fashioned. I hung out with Kyle one time, Hot Kyle. Shout out Hot Kyle. And he tried to make an old-fashioned, and I don't think he got there, but all of the attempts tasted good. That was something. Okay. And then there's a place like right down the street in downtown Wayne that makes a smoked old-fashioned, and... I tell you what, that is one that is one tasty beverage. What what is it? Is it vodka? I don't remember what's in the old fashioned. It's like a martini. Um, oh, it's, it's I believe it's also it's, it's whiskey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's whiskey. It's orange bitters or some type of bitter, and uh, some people do. Is it soda? Like a demerara? No, no soda. Oh, okay. I guess I really I don't, don't know what it is. It. Yeah, it's usually just on the rocks, and then it's a lemon peel, 
and then uh, some type of sugar. Yeah. It's interesting. It's a very, it's a very always, simple thing. Yeah, I've always had it with regular bitters, but then an orange peel. Gotcha. But yeah, so, people make it different ways, so. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think it's just like a really easy, good way to like enjoy middle shelf whiskey. But comment below or on our socials, where do you fall on the whiskey spectrum? Do you like Irish whiskey, bourbon, scotch? Let us know. We'll, one or just let us know if you think wrong. all drinking is a sin. That's true. Number three? Yep. My number three? My number three is also a promotion. It is a podcast that I one day would love to be sponsored by because it means it would be making enough money to sponsor somebody. And I'm on the podcast. It is Hot Kyle and myself's new venture, Long Distance Situationship, subtitle, heterosexual, bi-coastal. We're going to be dropping our first episode next Friday. And when you hear this, it'll be next Friday. And it's going to just be me and Hot Kyle. We're going to chop it up. We're going to talk about turning 30 on our first week, as that is something I will have just done. And that is looming for him. And we're going to we're going to play some games. We're going to have some rants. And it's just going to be an overall good time. And we're also going to chart his adventure as he goes off to L.A. And if I can promise you one thing, it's that he will get himself into some stupid situations. And they will be incredibly amusing to listen to and not have to deal with yourself. What a plug. Love to yeah, hear. man. So my number two, I had to do some type of food because I just, you know, I enjoy food and I want to recommend like good tasty things that people don't know about. And so the first thing that came to my mind was sriracha. But back in mm. like 2010, everything was sriracha flavored. So that'll be in my honorable mentions. And nobody can argue with me with sriracha being the best hot sauce ever for price to taste ratio. It It is just king. Depends what you're going for. Uh, if you, huh? Depends what you're going for. I mean, if I have like a, a Mexican dish, dish, I'm going to put Cholula. But if I have like an Asian dish, I'll put Sriracha. I throw some Sriracha on tacos, man. I would throw Sriracha on tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw Cholula on like a uh, orange chicken. But it, it, it all. You know, your flavor, your taste, totally go for it. But so I picked in. Forgive me, because this is Chinese. Lao Gama chili oil. It is just one of the best delicious things i've ever tried in my entire life so there are different tastes in cooking there's like different tastes so the sweet the sour there's this thing called umami and this chili oil is just a freaking just umami bomb in your mouth and it is just so good and it goes i i put it on i put it on everything i put it in chili i've put it on my mac and cheese i've put it on uh i put it on mashed potatoes i've i've tried damn near everything on it and it is everything is so good one of my favorite things to do is make a sauce out of it and put it in ketchup and so good so la gaman is based off a, a chinese woman who made it when she owned a noodle shop but she found out that people would go into her noodle shop and not order noodles but just order the chili oil and so then she just started selling chili oil back in 1989 so it's good. really is it good just, is it in it's like a, a little a, jar like a, it's a red and it's red sauce and like yeah it's a little jar the the lady the little grandma that's in front of it is the woman that made it there's think, a bunch of different kinds i think i oh. have a, one of them and i don't know if it's that one but i think i have one in my in our cupboard it's so good like i cannot and it it's not people if you're not a, if you're not a huge fan of like spicy it's not too spicy no i think it's i i think it's it's just the flavor of it so i mean even if you're not into spice i still recommend trying this i also think there are some like there's spice levels too i think you can get a more spicy one but they still have just like a mild or whatever yeah 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 i recommend it it's delicious put it on everything are you guys in the spicy food i am we oh went, dude I, i'm a baby <laughs> about it but i i love it we went to a, a filipino place 
this past weekend and I got some I got their their spicy and I think next time I'm gonna go with extra spicy. Just like just What'd there. It was like just it was good. It was um so it was actually a Korean fried chicken, but they say it's a very big in mm. the Philippines and as we talked about before, I've always wanted to try like a, a Korean fried chicken thing. So I felt like if it's big there, you know, I'll, I'll be okay getting it. If you're feel if you're Filipino and I was wrong, let me know and I'll go and try something else. Well, we're going to go back there anyways cuz all the food was delicious. But yeah, it was uh, it was really good. It, it, it had a, at first it was very sweet and then it kind of hit you on the back end with the the spice and I, I enjoyed it. But like I said, I was kind of hoping I'd be crying my eyes out and everything. It was, it was a very tolerable heat, so I'm going to go with the extra spicy next time. So we refer to my paternal grandfather as Senior Sissy Mouth <laughs> because uh, like a jalapeno is too much for this guy. And I fully embrace the title of Senior Sissy Mouth Jr. Because I can handle a jalapeno, but much more than that. And I'm like, dude, this is not worth the pain. Get this away from my face. So, uh Yeah. Spicy food is not for me. We won't cook your orange chicken then if you if you come to visit. It's got a little kick to it. Now yeah, I will I, say this: I, if if the flavor is good enough, I will f- like I will fight through. But it's when people are like I, like when you were like I, I want to be crying. I'm like, what is wrong with you, you masochist? I yes. want my food to be pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say pretty much the same thing. I don't understand people who want their mouth completely blown out. Doesn't make any sense to me. It gets to the point of spicy where it literally feels like your mouth is on fire, like like licking a hot spoon. Mm-hmm. It gets that spicy, and that doesn't make any sense to me. You're just really in for it for the pain. Uh, but a beautifully balanced meal with a little bit of kick to it, I think, is where your mouth feels a little numb and your t- lips feel feel it a little bit. I, I'm all for it. I can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Granted, there is a big difference between like chemically spicy, which I, I don't like, and like the mm-hmm. B dubs is blazing. That's just all chemical spice. But like their mango habanero, oh my god! I can only eat like two or three of them, but they're so good. The first one I had, the first one I ate, it was like, no, it's not bad. Went for a second one, my mouth was like burning on fire. But the the flavor <laughs> profile was so good. And I I still don't consider myself like a, a wuss. Like I had the the hot ones. They made those hot pockets. I found some and got them. And this was like their lowest level. I'm like, yeah, that's that's got a good kick to it. So I definitely <laughs> would not do not do well in that show. I go to B dubs. I, dude, I do too. That's that's like the the bar for making it. I feel like now, like I know I made it if I can get on hot ones. Hey, if you guys, all three of us on hot ones, yeah. It's, it's like how Jack Black, you know, had um Kyle Gat as a glass or gas. They yeah, get all three of us on there. You'll get yeah. some amazing content. Up. Yeah, yeah. I would I would do my best. I'd, I'd sure. wear a diaper. <laughs> oh man, I. And that's the, the one board? time where I'd be like, I guarantee I can do this. Like, I will, it will suck. I will hate myself for a week, but I'm not stopping for anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you get there, you gotta, you gotta endure. I don't know how good my interview will be by the end, but I'm pushing through. Yeah, just have podcast. Yeah. I'm not doing those little, those little baby bites where people will be like, like, you know, I'll just like barely take a tiny bit of skin off. I'm like, no. Yeah. That's why I respected Jack Black. Like he went the full, just the whole thing, just ate it all. That was a funny interview if you guys haven't seen it. But if anyone knows how we can get in connection with the uh, the hot ones, they'll be like, who are these three nobodies? But we'll, we'll get you some good content. (laughs) We would, we would. Yeah. Be like me, sure be like me crying, Lucian dancing in the background. Mike just be like, "All right, let's get over." It. <laughs> a good time. That's my number two. So my number two is something I use nearly every workday. 
it's fantastic and that would be audible oh dude i almost did that okay i didn't i was waiting to I see i was if wondering if audible was a service or was it a product so this i was gonna get i was just kind of giving mike because i figured he also listens to audible that I, I thought it might be on his list i was giving a pause for the 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 fight sound it, it came close it came close but audible is it's a kind of like steam for audiobooks where you can go in and you can buy just a straight up audiobook which is honestly the best for the author so exp- they're expensive but they're good for the author and there's this kind of like as someone who's trying to be like an amateur writer part of me hates that i i like because i also use their service which is you pay 15 bucks a month you get one credit and that you can spend that credit on any book in there. So if there's like a, a $30 book, you just spent 15 bucks for it and you can redeem that credit. And the, that is definitely not the best for authors. I know like Brandon Sanderson is kind of beefing with Amazon right now. But for the consumer, it, it, it it's such a great thing. I didn't consider myself a, a big book reader before because I just had a hard time with my ADHD sitting down and, you know, actually physically reading a book. But now that I have a job where I'm driving all the time, I think the the year long came out. Like the year long review came out and right now I'm sitting about 22 days worth of, of books and it's just, I just, I cranked out the whole wheel of time and I, I couldn't recommend the series, the, the service more for, if you're wanting to get into books, so you can get self-help books, you can get uh fantasy, sci-fi, uh, biographies, all different types of books. Horror, a lot or, of good horror in there. A lot of good horror. Or if you don't want to spend any money, you can listen to the top podcast in the audible on the audible app. There's that as well. <laughs> Or if you can't you want- tell, but I'm I'm giving you a look and a finger again, and it's it's not threatening. Not threatening. I love this. I love this new thing that you're doing. <laughs> we're just, just, we're just gonna always describe what face I'm making. So good. Yeah. It is so good. It gives me joy if it doesn't give anybody else joy. <laughs> and I, I only do this podcast to try to make Lucian laugh. So. <laughs> And I think for like 25 bucks a month, you can get two credits, which is what me and my wife do because we both, I definitely listen to a lot more audiobooks than she does, but we both use it. And it's, I think we have like almost a 90 book library by now. So would highly recommend it. Wow. Nice. I do, I do the annual and it, I expected it to just get my one credit a year and then just have, cause it's a discount if you pay for the, the year up front, but they just give you all 12 credits just in your bank all at one go. And, uh, Ever since I got my new job and I can't just listen all day at work, it's kind of slowed down. But this is the first year in like four or five years I haven't put, uh, I haven't just blown through all 12 of my credits by like September. And like if um, if you do have the subscription and you want to buy more um, credits, they usually have like three for 35 bucks, which is already cheaper than what you'd be paying for other audiobooks. So like Wheel of Time would cost a couple hundred, well, it, I mean, would cost probably four or five hundred dollars if you bought all the audiobooks separately easy but with that so 15 bucks a month for 12 you know you're gonna be running like paying basically like half the price so would recommend and realistically as far as sponsorships go we could easily get not easily but like audible is pretty big in sponsoring content creators so i think it is a very realistic yep. one as well if we ever got yeah. to a big enough audience they also have a lot of collections like uh i, I got my chronicles of narnia the whole thing for a, a single credit and also the the cs lewis collected works like his nonfiction for a credit um, and the so green gables get... my wife got that one for one credit though i think i had all but one book oh, the whole thing yeah all but nice. one book. poppy cool. war i know i was gonna recommend a different one if if audible but if you can i recommend a different one sure. i doubt audible is gonna listen to this podcast right there's a there's <laughs> one called chirp it's called chirp mm-hmm. and there's no subscription fees but they have a lot of good deals i think it's i also think it's closer to, to steam as well so me and my wife are actually using Chirp. And, uh, I just, I just I guess, started getting into audio. 
Yeah. That makes sense. You had a Zoom growing up, so. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, said too much. I've said too much. <laughs> like, for me, I used to read so much back in the day, and then I became an adult, and then I never picked up a book for a super long time. So if you're like me, I think an audiobook would, is a really good gateway to, to get back into books, because I'm just upset that I've spent so long not actually reading, mm-hmm. because there's so many good stories out there. Yeah. I think everyone, like, people are like, oh, I'm not a reader. I think everyone is a reader. They just haven't found a genre they like yet. Like, there, there's so much for anything. You can for find sure. information about, like, anything. If you like sports, so many sports books and everything. Like, there, there's something out there for you. I, I encourage everyone to go and just read. Like, I, I was with Lucian. Well, I was like Lucian where I didn't, I read, like, elementary school. And then maybe, like, three or four years ago, I just didn't really read anything. Or it was very, it was, like, five books. And, man, I it, it's great. Like, Go, go read. I, it's one of my favorite hobbies. All right. My number two is a software that I just recently discovered. It is primarily a animation uh, software, but it is called A-Sprite, A-S-E-P-R-I-T-E, which um, I only spell out because I would have got it wrong had I not seen it spelled out. Uh, but I got it just because I was fiddling around with pixel art on Microsoft Paint and the zoom feature leaves something to be desired on paint. And I was like, all right, you know what? It's 20 bucks for the software. I'm having so much fun just fiddling around and drawing pictures of my friends like they're in video games. Why not? And um, it is just a really intuitive software. It's got all sorts of cool tools and you just you can create all sorts of weird and wacky things. And I have just found it so unbelievably relaxing. It's been kind of a crazy uh, last couple months for me. And this has just been such a nice therapeutic way to just take a deep breath and kind of get away from it all for a little while. And yeah, so if you have, if you have any interest in, uh, in pixel art or animation, worth checking out. And there is just a, a host of tutorials on YouTube. So there is there is plenty to, to learn and lots of resources for doing it. You know, like I said, I've only been doing it for a couple of weeks and Lou's over here sucking my pipe about how good I am already. So um, you could okay, be saying- Last compliment I ever give you. Good <laughs> Lord. Sorry, you said the term. I could not go back to it. Yes. <laughs> or maybe maybe Rob said the term. I don't know. No, Lou did. But it was Rob. I, I made the connection that Lou made the joke, but you know. Ah. I'm happy that you're having fun. <laughs> Thank good. you. You're an artist and you need to be an artist. Alright, my number one, I always forget is from Detroit. Uh was born not born in Detroit. Carhartt Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Carhartt. No, nope. yeah, man. No cap. No cap. Number one's my car- number one's Carhartt. Dude, what's your number one? Dude, not Carhartt, but I just I I effing love Carhartt. I yeah. also own two Carhartt jackets. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. So from Detroit, uh, started in eighteen eighty nine. Uh, Whoa, worked, didn't know that. One. Yeah, a long, long time. I love Carhartt. So my grandpa had this really faded out uh, green Carhartt, and I just always that was just like Papa's coat. And he had it the whole time that he was alive. And that I remember it, it, it easily, it easily could have been 30 years old. I, I never, I never knew how old the coat was, but uh, I always wondered, like, I, for me as a child, I always go through a coat a year, right? And that's kind of like how it was as a kid, you know, you grow up and get old and you're just like switching out your coats and your jackets and your shoes. And But for him, Papa, Papa's jacket was Papa's jacket and it's smelled like papa and uh i never really understood it until i got older and i was like oh it's carhartt so yeah 
it I cannot recommend any other thing, uh, any other clothing other than other than Carhartt. Uh, during COVID, I, I got I got thick. During COVID, I I uh, ate. I tried to figure out what was the best tasting frozen pizza, and uh, I went through all of them, and I gained. What, what was the answer? Yeah. Uh, Newman's Newman's cheese pizza was for me <clears throat> the one is is the best. I mean, you went one, through another every different one. topping option as well. No. I just the brand. Oh, okay. I, I was I gonna say that would be dedication. Yeah, no, no, I probably wouldn't be on this podcast. I'd probably <laughs> be six feet under. <laughs> yeah, Newman's also honorable mention. Super good trick to 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 cooking frozen pizza is not doing it under anything, putting it right on the rack, and uh, that's how you get crispy crust. Fun fact for you. I think um, uh, probably second best. I also really like uh, pizza stones. Those do a good job. You put them in first, like let them preheat with the oven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you gotta rip those super hot though. But yeah, that's also like a best. I've, uh, I like to put my uh, how- frozen pizza in a wood fire oven. And cook them that way. Serious? No. He can't be serious. He just, he just <laughs> wanted to seem cool. Just seem cool. That's what's up. I was on a health kick for a little bit, and I would I put a bunch of vegetables on a frozen pizza without putting anything <laughs> on it, just put it on the rack. And the pizza was so heavy that the pizza fell through the rack and exploded <laughs> no. everywhere in the oven. And I was not a happy camper. I lost the pizza, and I spent an hour cleaning my oven. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we got pizza to Carhartt. So, COVID. Uh, Thanks, COVID. COVID, you got COVID, thick during yes, COVID. I got thick during COVID. And uh, I I needed to find shirts. And if you're a big guy, and if you're a bigger than big guy, someplace, the only the only time you can find a place that wears, that you can find decent clothes is DXL. And if you've ever been in a DXL before, everything is 50 bucks or more. They are, they know that this is your last stop before you start wearing bed sheets. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, they're going to upcharge the mess out of you. Uh, but I found, I found Carhartt big shirts and tall. that, yeah, that extra, yeah, that, that fit me and that I could raise my hands above my head and I didn't have to show the, the, the 10 pack. So the keg, the keg, some would say. So I'm dedicated to Carhartt. I love Carhartt. Uh, one of the Hamilton Carhartt said, a merchandise that is honestly made to give uh, service will create a lasting friendship. And uh, I just think nowadays with fashion, you know, things are just not made the way they used to be. And I don't want to be an old head about it, but you're spending your hard-earned money on clothes. And some of them fade out and they they get holes and they rip. Um, but Carhartt's not going to do that for you. So I would love to sponsor Carhartt. Big fan. Yeah. my uh, All my work clothes are Carhartt. I got Carhartt uh, FR pants, FR shirt. F- I have, you know. Yeah, like there. When it comes to flame resistant um, things, it's like Carhartt, and then one other brand. And I'm like, you know, I gotta go Carhartt because they're my, my home company, and I just I love them so much. Especially the big and talls, like you were saying. Same thing. You can lift your hands up. You know, you can work and everything. If you get their coats, the coats are super warm. Like that'll, that'll keep you super warm. keep you warm in yeah. the negative fifty seven degree North Dakota winter. But you know, I rock the Carhartt on the win- or on the moped when I'm driving year round. So it'll be middle of February, middle of January. And I'm, I'm rocking a hoodie and a Carhartt. Yeah, and, and like, it, it'll get so warm that you'll have to take your Carhartt off. Unless, like, you know. Unless not on a moped, it won't. Yeah. Not on a moped, yeah. That's what I said. I was like, I'm not on a moped. But just generally, uh, your car will keep you warm. Also, I saved up and bought a Carhartt. And then uh, I got a job at that place that I won't mention. And they provided us with Carhartts. And I was like, 
dang it, I bought a coat that's going to last me a lifetime three months before somebody gave me a coat that would last a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now I have two coats that'll last my lifetime. Yeah, I think I have two Carhartt, I have two Carhartt, like, big coats and then, like, one Carhartt vest. But it's nice because they are, I have options now because the one I bought was, it has, it's not quite as warm, but it's got, like, the, the, the better mobility so you can move your arms around better. And then the other one is, like, a traditional Carhartt cut with, uh, with the hood. So, like, you can really bundle if you need to. Oh, and it's nice because, like, Carhartt's coming kind of in the fashion. Like, it's it's a... Which, I guess, probably drove up the price a little bit. But, like, it's a brand now for fashion. The, the yeah, Carhartt yeah. logo. Which, I mean, like... Yeah, it, yeah it's kind of cool that they represent it. Their hats also... I love their hats. I'm actually wearing their hat right now. I, I got a say, big a beanie, a, Like, the beanie I, or the, the hat hat? Like, a ball cap. The beanie. The beanie. Yeah, those yeah. beanies are nice. I've seen you wearing that one. Big fan. I also recommend the, the snow overalls that are insulated... I used to, my mom had a pair mm. and back when I was, you know, a little shorter. I'd go out, just put on that in a hoodie and then go out and shovel snow and I was perfectly warm. Was it, was it pink Carhartt? No, it was, there's was it black. Camo? <laughs> it's the black Carhartt. But now I'm all about the, you know, the Carhartt brown. That's, that's my, my look. Carhartt brown is a classic. That's the color I, I got for my first one. My, my grandpa also rocks a, Senior Cabeza Grande rocks a Carhartt in the winter. I think he's got a blue one that he's had for, I don't know. It's so faded, but it's still intact. Like it, it looks like he's worn it for the last thirty winters. Probably has. All right. So my number one is something you can get anywhere that you have an internet connection, and it's um definitely my my favorite game of at least the past five years, and that is Boulder's Gate Three. I know Lucian said it was making it. him a little sad, which I'm questioning the choices he's made because you know there are definitely some sad choices <laughs> that. Did you let uh you let Shadowheart go uh, be a full sharp person? Is that what made you sad? No, like um, I mean, I mean, I don't want to like make it all about me, but it's I can't get the me. mods right. <laughs> I, it the the mods keep crashing my game, and yeah. I keep losing. I keep losing save times and or saves. You just gotta play without and the mods. You know? I can't talk. I I just like I've really enjoyed uh having an extra character, and I know mm-hmm. it makes the game easier. But I don't really care. You know, I'm not. I've I've beaten every single Dark Souls except for Demon Souls. So like, I've I've beaten hard games before. I've finished Hollow Knight. Not completely finished it. Apparently, I found that out recently. But so, but I just want to play just for the storyline, and uh, it keeps crashing my game, and it's just taking me off. But continue, Robert. This is not about me. Yeah, I uh, just the the writing's fantastic. It's the closest thing I've experienced to playing D and D in person in a video game. There are so many options. They there. There's been one thing I've thought of that hasn't worked in the game, but so many people have thought of like out of the out of the box like concepts and like it's actually worked in games and like some people react to it and all that. And it's just crazy how much thought they put into it. And you can tell that the company really loved like D and D and the other Boulder's Gates. They just it is a it is a, a work of love and art, and it has some of the best NPCs. They they're not just like flat characters. They you you know they have full personalities and they're fully fleshed out. And it is, it's so much fun. It's um, an isometric RPG, which is basically like a, a top-down RPG. And it's it's turn-based, so it's just like D&D. It has dice rolls. You can nat 1, you can nat 20, and there, it's just it's a chaotic mess. And you'll laugh, you'll, you'll be sad, it'll rip out your heart, and it's just a fun game all around. And I can't speak highly enough about it because, like I said, it's it's like the best game I've played in at least five years. I don't, I don't know one that's 
come close to it and i'd highly recommend it it, it i will say it is a it is a time sink You'll, i think my first playthrough was like 130 hours but i i just loved every second about it of it and it's just man it's, it's fantastic if you want to get lost in a the world then that's the game for you even if you don't like rpgs or boulders gate just our our D, go try it out and see if you like it i, I think you won't be disappointed has yeah, becca played it no, Becca, I think, is going to wait. Because coming out on Xbox, and I don't think she wants to deal with all the PCs. So I was kind of hesitant when, Lucian, you said the Divinity was weird. But it's, I've, I've, haven't I've read anything bad on like the subreddit for the P- PlayStation 5 port. So we'll see. We'll get around it. But yeah, we can... Because with uh, PS5 and Xbox, you can do couch co-op. So we're just going to play together. And I said, I'll play with you. We'll have fun. But you have to make all the decisions. That's smart. Uh, I'll just be curious to see what... Uh what Becca thinks of it. I we think got to she, appeal to that 4% female demographic. Yeah. I, I think she'll like it. She likes D and D and like, I, like I said, to me, it's the closest thing you can get to D and D with a video game. And I would love, I don't know if Wizards of the Coast would let this, but if they can make like a DM like thing for a computer where you can like make your own like scripts and everything. And then like people could like program their own campaigns. I think if they could do that and like make a huge just open workshop that people can build stuff like, this game is going to be worth every dollar if you can like download a campaign, and then you don't even need a DM like you and you know eight buddies to go play a, a pre-made campaign, and it's already there. I just think the potential for this game is, is crazy, and it can rival like games like Skyrim for mods. Easily, I didn't even think about that. That'd be crazy. A little super, be super Mario Maker Bowlers Gate. Yep, basically like that. Pretty much. Yeah, even like people even could do like voice voice acting and stuff. That'd yeah. be crazy. I feel like at that point you'd essentially just have to make your game open source. Yeah, so it'd be like like Bethesda games. They have the the creation kit or the, like some whatever their their engine is kit, so people can make. The, it is basically open source, and you can script it and do everything like that. And that's one reason why Actually, the, okay. Bethesda games are so heavily modded is because they make it accessible to everyone. So if Larian does that, which they they they're one of the few gaming companies that seems to respect the fans nowadays and isn't just trying to turn a profit, which I have like mad respect for because you, you don't see that a lot nowadays, and they, they care about their fans and everything. I I could see them doing that easily, and I, it probably it'd be free and everything almost studios would charge for it i feel like a lot of big name studios would you'd have to pay for that and all that to be fair though i would pay 20 dollars to like to get that so yeah if it was like you could make your own campaigns yeah i I would i'd drop a full another 60 for it probably yeah for sure i will say i see what the quality is like if with that like if that happens it'd be up to like the writer for the most part and you know and maybe you could like get a a team almost like you uh you jacob and tim or any or Nate in there, and like you have one person do animations, one person write, and one person code. Like I, I could see like little teams like that being really well. Yeah, no, it could be pretty cool, honestly. What were you saying, Lou? I was gonna say that another game was a little bit better, but I was looking through my Steam, and I played 125 hours of Baldur's Gate, and I've only played 53 hours of the other game. So uh, clearly, I like Baldur's Gate a lot more. And at some point, I hopefully will finish it. It's made me uh, fall in love with gaming again. Like I, I went through a pretty good chunk there i'm just like yeah you know i like the gaming's past better but this is kind of reinvigorated i heard uh interesting things like you know a game is good when you're when it's 2 a.m and you're in the taco bell drive-thru and you can't stop thinking about that game like that like i feel like i haven't experienced something like that in a while that's right. the number one i have that whenever i play uh hollow knight or dishonored where i'll just be at work just thinking about you know, oh, what am I going to go collect next? Or what what route am I going to do in my next Dishonored level? Like, those two games just consume me. My number one is uh, it's the one thing that's not necessarily a product, 
but I cannot recommend it highly enough. It is technically, but does not have to be, a drinking game. Um, it is just as much fun, I can say this with absolute confidence, as I played it with both beer and Minute Maid Lemonade. It is just as much fun, oh, I whether you're drinking or stone cold sober. And it was brought to me by Hot Kyle's younger sister, Zoe. Beer Even ball. though I scared her half to death, it is Beer Ball. Let me explain. So Beer Ball is a team-based competitive consumption game. It does not have to be booze. Again, I have played this with my in-laws. I have watched 15-year-olds drink so much lemonade so fast that they vomit. It's just a crazy time. Many kerfuffles ensue from this game. But essentially, you get three or four people on a team, and they stand on one side of a table, and the equal amount of people stand on the other side of the table, and everybody has an aluminum can containing a beverage that they put in front of them. And going from left to right and zigzagging back and forth so each side of the table gets a turn, one person at a time will throw a ping pong ball and attempt to hit one of the other team's beverages. If they do so, they get to crack their own can. And when the ball comes back around to them, once your can is cracked, anytime you hit one of the opposing team's beverages you get to start drinking your drink. The goal is for your team to drink all of your drinks before the other team drinks all of their drinks. Now, once you've hit a can and you're drinking your beverage, the other team's goal is to pick up the ping pong ball and touch it to the table and say stop, at which point you have to stop drinking. First team to finish wins. And then the other catch is if you hit somebody else's can so hard that you knock it over and spill it, they have to restart with an unopened can. And... It is absolute chaos. I've played with three gr other grown men where we literally have discussed and act, like um, executed a zone defense where we were all covering different parts of the porch. And I've seen people chuck ping pong balls across backyards that were then caught and tapped down. It gets crazy. It is so much fun. And uh, yeah, the quality of this game is so high that you don't even need to be drunk to enjoy it. Beer ball. Give it a shot. You explained it very well. Good job. Thank you. I, I really, really practiced on this one because I was like, okay, I have to explain a game that is usually shown live in person with just my words. So thank you. I appreciate that. Maybe we'll come up with a video sometime. Put it on the podcast. That could be fun. Put it on the YouTube. Right? You should make it like a like a sports video, like a promoting I was just, video. right? That'd be really fun. We could, uh, we, we, we could team up. Major Team up League with the Beer four Ball. horsemen. Yeah, make MLB. a little spoof video. MLBB. Yeah. Ninja League Beer Ball. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've really enjoyed it. I haven't played it quite as much as, as Mike has, but it, it's a fun time. I can only play like one game, though, and then I'm like, all right, that's, a, that's enough for me. But I know, Mike, you can go all night. It's Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. And so I'll uh, honestly, I'd, uh, I'd consider playing it with some liquid death. It'd be a kind of pricey version of Beer Ball. But uh, if you get the, the uncarbonated version, it wouldn't mess with your stomach anywhere near as bad. Yeah, for sure. I, I've only played it once. And I think my only issue was that I would say stop before the ball, before I touched the table. <laughs> depending, on, yeah. uh, depending on who you're playing with, you can, people get heated over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell that people were starting to get heated off of it. That was at my bachelor and, party, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't like my mouth was just faster than my hand. Like I wasn't trying to cheat. I just like I just couldn't 
I don't know. I just I, my brain couldn't handle it. Yeah, there are some competitive so, dudes there. Yeah, if uh, whenever maybe October when we come back, I don't know if I have time in April, but maybe we can do like a top podcast versus another group of three people. We oh, can it could be fun. Get someone to film it. For sure, that'd be fun. Be a good time. Top podcast versus the wives. I think uh, I think that's I exactly that. what I was thinking. I think I know how that would end. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll go well. No, uh, I usually use a, like a uh, hard, uh, Mike's hard or like Angry Orchard, which it's nice for like the glass bottle because it's a little slimmer. But you cannot drink them as fast, so that makes it a little harder for yeah. that. They're also safe. They're so they're almost impossible to knock over with a ping pong ball too, exactly. so you don't have to worry about about getting uh, getting reset. So pros and cons, though. It's like playing the heavy car in Mario Kart. Heck yeah, Robert. What's uh what's for next week? What's so, the plan? It's funny. About? It's kind of funny that we we talked about a little bit before the pod and then during the pod this kind of topic, and I've, it's been kind of in my head for the past week. But I want to know top five previous Ooh. jobs. I should say that could be worst jobs. That can be best jobs, or you could be like me. I'm probably going to go best, worst, best, worst, best. Just kind of stagger it out. I, so that's what I want to know. I think Previous I've only jo- worked five jobs. So. Well, there you go. You can yeah. you can rank them. Yeah. yeah. And you can have like internships or you know stuff like that if you if you have any of those. You can mm. Throw those in there. Okay. Okay. All right. Now that goes past five. Got got six there. I've done. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I did three internships. Dang dog. So I. Yep. Yep. My job. My college was good. If you're watching this on YouTube, please comment and subscribe. If you're listening to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, please comment and leave a review for us. Hope you have a great week. Peace. And wash your face, then wash your butt. Don't wash your butt and wash your face. (laughs)